Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Top Corner, the football podcast from the stables of Sports Circle. Today we are talking about the Europa League final, what went down, how Manchester United sort of bottled it again, slightly <laughs> expectedly, and uh, we have two somewhat disappointed people on the panel today. <laughs> Shivam, you already know. We have Jimmy joining us today. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, hey, Jimmy. You? What up? Good man. How are you? Good, good, good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. So, okay. how's, how's the feeling post match? <laughs> uh, well, what to say? Uh, disappointed with the performance even more than the result, I'd say. Uh, mm. But firstly, I think uh, congratulations are in order to all VRL fans, to the city, to the team, to the. This is their first proper cup victory. This is the first title that they've won a major this is title. Most major title ever, not just a cup victory yeah. ever, yeah. ever. So that is huge and very well deserved too. But absolutely, uh, well, you know, congratulations there. Well, well deserved. Well deserved to them. Uh, they they went unbeaten the whole season. By the way, the whole Europa League season. Yeah. And uh, Unai Emery needs to be spoken about, needs <laughs> yes. to be appreciated, deserves all the praise he is getting right now. Like, he didn't have the best time in the Premier League, but uh, he has gone back to Spain and proved that he's one of the top managers and he should be uh, respected more than... Respected and uh, he should be respected in that and admired in the same in, exactly. in, in his field, in the this same way. His, this was his fourth uh, Europa League title, which is the highest by any manager ever now. Yeah. Which is brilliant. And uh, four out of five attempts. One attempt, obviously, was with Arsenal. Somebody <laughs> sent me a meme today. One of our friends, you you also know that guy. Um, he sent me a meme today. Like, how to win a Europa League. And uh, first step, hire Unai Emery. Second step, don't be Arsenal. That's it. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's so, a good one. But you know, it's it's the man, and he talks a lot about him. You know how he shaped up the team, which has never won any any major, you know, cup, and uh, how he made them believe that they can be winners, and uh, staying unbeaten for a team which has never won any major league. It's a you know it's a feat in itself, and that tells you a lot about the man and the effort he has put in behind that team, and also about his the way he sees things, the way he sees football, the way he sees his tactics, and you know basically how he unlocked all the opposition, the, all the opposition uh, he was playing and uh, uh, emerged to be the winner. True, true. Yeah, he, totally, he totally agree plans. with that, Jimmy. He had specific plans for every opposition, and I think yesterday's game, you guys can obviously. Shivam and Jimmy, you guys mm-hmm. obviously know how Manchester United was stifled throughout. So I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. Totally, Shivam, totally. I'll, I'll ask you to take on, <laughs> take it on. I now. would uh, say, that, you know, uh, when we predicted yesterday, most of it uh, went right, except for the scoreline that I predicted, my which you got right, by the way. On. My prediction was spot yes, on. Nine exactly. teams won all penalties, VRL won. So, exactly. Bang on, Sajay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was 11-10 at the last in the last at the last every, that's yeah, probably the longest penalty shootout ever that's just, no 21 it uh, is in African Cup it's gone up to 22 penalties so I think it, it was just probably the longest people have watched 
ప్లేస్ and mm. they contained the whole thing very very well they never really yes. let manchester united go free especially in the first half like yeah, yeah. lot of possession in, in the think, whole match yeah, whole i think match. before the recording jimmy also was mentioning they had a lot of possession they just weren't able to convert the chances the problem is they mm. weren't able to convert the chances yes and they weren't really getting a lot of chances to actually convert yes, yeah, they had yeah. like no final third they didn't really have much to do no huge no big chances were created honestly by either side honestly by either side up until the last few minutes i didn't think vrial were even they even felt like uh, you know pushing on for another goal uh, honestly i have seen after a very very long time such a defensive performance Especially, not criticizing I, 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 at all it's I, I, a I good really, defensive I really, performance i really don't agree But, on to that i'll tell you why uh, if you look at the position 62% mm. of the match position was with manchester united despite and the you know the, especially in the first half and despite all the push from manchester united they just failed to convert any chances real you know some you know half chances into real chances but one yeah. chance you know with a very very tiny position one chance uh, they got and uh, uh, villarreal went ahead and scored the goal and they opened the score line right and basically they were you know they then if you look at the real the way they played the defense was extremely extremely solid and that was their plan they wanted a very solid defense and they really made it difficult for manchester united to come forward attack them and you know take the game away from them it was very very difficult for manchester united to break through the defenses you know would get past the midfielders but it was very difficult for manchester united and a reason behind that was if you look at the performance of rashford it's you know <laughs> the way rashford played it was a very rash play in a sense that this man was extremely contained hardly moved the ball around hardly passed the ball around he was contained in his left corner where he was playing he was just you know rashford was very very ordinary yesterday it was like he doesn't yeah. belong to a league club he's a you know he's a second league club kind of a player and he he just seemed lost he just seemed out of touch and i don't know why I'll, rashford i'll I'll, I'll, so I'll come in i'll come in on that Rashford has agree, been having yeah. an injury for a while, and he probably shouldn't have started the game. game Maybe not magnitude a game against such defensive op- opposition. He probably shouldn't have started if he was already carrying an injury. And there have been if reports, he was, no, no. There have been reports that in the last like three four games he has been carrying an injury. And yeah, he was. He, he did. Probably, he did get he probably, injured. He probably would have uh, made more of an impact as a substitute. once like the defense was getting tired slightly because by the time vrl got tired manchester united were already tired 
And See, but that's yeah, that's yeah. where the sorry that's where the sorry state of Manchester United. Exactly. Starts. I mean, exactly. Mm-hmm. a star studded team to a place where they have to play a man who's not really fit, just because he carries enough weightage in his name, tells you that their bench strength is really really weak, and you know they they don't they're not confident exactly. with the other players. Exactly. But playing there. Exactly. Even even despite having the option of five substitutes, they didn't really have a lot of uh-huh. impact substitutes to bring on. They were bringing on Fred. Uh-huh. They were bringing on other defenders. Like they didn't really have much to bring on off the bench. Also, I think, I think they didn't had any plan B on how to contain. Uh, no. you know, yeah, I agree. They, to they that. had no, they had no plan B how to go with the game if they don't get ahead with the. I don't think, I think we had a. I don't think we had a proper plan A yesterday. I mean, no, the I point thought, was. I saw the plan. I saw plan A, and I could see it in the first half, especially when Manchester was really moving forward, was keeping the position, quicker legs. a uh, quicker zeal you know mo- most of zeal to get to the goal and try and you know convert but the story with manchester united they do create a lot of chances they just can't score get past the goalkeeper into the net and That's the the, the set piece issue reared its head again ha ah, reared its ugly head it did shivam mm-hmm. shivam yeah. has been shivam has been talking about this the whole season now they just cannot defend set pieces yeah i mean I know if Maguire would have been there. I mean, nothing. One player would have made the difference. He, it, we seem slightly stronger then. But in general, I don't think it. It has been the whole season and plus that we, we just look very weak on corners and free kicks, and we just you know, uh, do not know how to defend them. We, be it the defenders or be it the midfielders, uh, trying to, uh, you know, mark the opposition forwards. It just—it's just weak and it's cheap. I think it also comes so, to the the tactics around the set pieces. I mean, you have to after a point see they're not bad players there, and they're big players. Like in terms of physicality mm. and physical. In size. terms of physicality, yes, yes. But big players—they're all big players, so they shouldn't huh? be like be beaten so easily all the time. They shouldn't be muscled out in these situations. Exactly. exactly. After a point, the question has to fall down to the coaching, the management, the tactics. Like, yes. what are you doing? What are you drilling? If you're seeing a clear pattern, like clear pattern actually coming out, a, a clear weakness that opposition teams are always targeting, then you have to actually yeah. do something about it in the training ground. You can't yes. just expect to like put the players on the field and be like, okay, do whatever you can. I think you know the problem with Manchester United is about uh, you know what you call is paralysis. They are into this paralysis mode where they are not acknowledging what's wrong with them. Yeah. They are sticking to the only plans they have and they are not thinking beyond it. Also, I think the morale of the play- players is quite down, down because if you see at their individual performances as well, you know body language tells you a lot of things. The only man which really really stood out for me and he always stands out is Van der Sar. The way he played. you know he was he was energetic he was there he was you know he was pushing the opponent he was at the right time he was in the defensive lines as well and and he gave his best but apart from that you know a uh, performance from mcdonnell was good the rest yeah. were really really average cavani was trying his best but you know uh, you look at pogba now i was surprised to see where pogba was actually playing he was not you know and i i fail to understand why when pogba went so far ahead why nobody was feeding him more balls so that he could actually go for the goal it didn't happen so uh, obviously the cohesiveness was lacking the tactics were lacking uh, the communication was not properly there manchester united really really need to you know put themselves together and they really need to come up with a plan for you know 
for the future because otherwise i don't see them it's it's a it's, a, it's our day will win it's our day will lose but it's not mm. going to be some of the heavyweight team kind of things where you know which is feared by the opposition and oppositions will see a chink in the armors every time and they will always exploit it and manchester united yes, will yes. always fall behind on, that's how i see back of this performance on the back of this season so to speak do you think ole is still the right man at the helm is is should ole still be at the wheel next season uh yeah if you do not have stability. a better option coming in I'll, you I'll, don't tell have you, a I'll tell you why I'm asking I'll, this question. I'll tell you why I'm asking mm-hmm. this question. Wait. Mm-hmm. Antonio Conte, mm-hmm. Zidane, mm-hmm. Uh, there are chances of like a couple they? more. All of these managers are leaving their current employment. Conte has been confirmed. Of course, I've seen that. Allegri, Allegri is like you said. Allegri is probably going to join Juventus, but. Let's see. Let's hold on. At, at present, as, as the present is, at, as as we speak, these people are available. If you don't have a better manager available in the market, then obviously you give more. Then of course, right? You have Antonio Conte available. He has won the league wherever he has gone mm. in the last decade or so. Wherever he has gone, he came to Chelsea, turned them into champions. Went to Inter, turned them into champions. Just so, and at the at this point. Manchester United more than trying to build a process and trying to romanticize the whole Sir Alex Ferguson era. Okay, we'll do this this way and all because Ole Ole is doing that only more often than not to the point of desperation where he took Alex Ferguson to the Europa League final. <laughs> yeah, which no, is, you know, see, no, wait, seeing as that which Unai Emery did not only defeat Ole, he also defeated <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson. That's it. <laughs> On a seri- but on a serious note, I'll tell you something. You yeah. know, we talked about uh, coaches who are being available in the market and can Manchester United get them. But more than uh, the coaches, the problem with these kind of coaches is that they want their own players with them as well. They, they shape up the team according to the players that the team is fit. Does Manchester United really have those these pockets left for them to back up these new managers? Or is Ole the best bet? Because Ole is one guy who can actually, uh, you know, mentor a young player team he is somebody who will be looking at a long uh, haul and he will be somebody who will be slowly coming out of you know all the difficulties and all the challenges they have and he'll be looking for a step by step process to overcome them in his own pace so that's the question that's i would i would ask rather than thinking that what do we have available in the market but does manchester united really really can go and that far and that deep and that aggressively into the market and buy some because look we know what manchester manchester united have had and look at the current players they have i mean i'm not demeaning any player here but then the quality is not the same right the star studded team from right when it started with david beckham till cristiano ronaldo and we have so many names to go but if you look at the lineup today they hardly have those kind of real leaders uh, aggressive players left in their kitty and as i said earlier as well you know if they have to think that we need to change rashford because rashford is not even 100% fit and they're not even confident on the bench then what is really yeah. wrong with manchester united that's the question i, think, I would ask i think this the whole this was a point that i also spoke with sujay before that uh, the manager does not trust our bench it's not the best bench in the world it's it's no man city uh, b team but it's still not as bad 
as playing the same players for 90 100 minutes seeing them tired and still not making substitutions that doesn't make sense that's what i'm saying it 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 isn't that bad a squad that you cannot put in a couple of players after 100 minutes when you know you know with the kind of seasons that you have he did that but i think i think he lacked a, he lacked a plan b he put in fred he lacked you know. a plan b and he, he lacked trust and confidence in the rest of the squad in, it's in the it's always the with these 11 or 12 players that he trusts the rest are still to convince the manager the manager is still to convince the fans and the world because tactically uh, and uh, you know we've spoken a lot about united but tactically uh, unai emery won the game easily in in the match itself i saw unai emery change his formation and ch- tactics at least thrice at least thrice he played a 433 he played a 442 he played a 4141 within those 90 plus minutes Yes, he did. We only he was, played was... one sort of game and hoped that you know this will get us past, and this but, is where the but, in the story but despite, of despite all the expertise this, despite, and you know, true. But despite all of that, I would make a point. You know, I think Manchester United threw away the opportunity, and that came in the second half when Rashford had the ball right in front of him, and he failed to convert that. It was an easy goal. But he just couldn't connect with it, and that uh, the one that thing. just went past the keeper. I yes, think it was an offside. It, I think uh, it was an offside call. But still, I mean, he should no, have not still put offside. it in. That that was an easy goal. Should have been put inside. But that's where you lose matches when you fail to convert easy chances right in front of you, and you give them up. That's where you lose the match, and that's where I think yeah. Manchester United you... gave away the match. You're right, Jimmy. I think you lose such matches specifically, especially when you are playing against an opposition that is so rugged and so defensive and so good at it. I mean, Villarreal, no. uh, the way they played, they did not want to put a lot of bodies forward. They were content no, without pressing. They they did not want to press uh, United's players, especially in the first ninety. and this i think you know jimmy you know i know so even you would agree united's defenders are can be easily pressed and harassed to get the ball out of it's especially, not that not only that especially uh, you know but i also thought they have gone with that tactic but they did. they might have even got with the tactic that we need to get in the penalties because if you look at david jay's uh, you know yeah, record of save they did in 2015 he had even saved the single penalty so they saw their chance right there as well yeah they had a better yeah, goalkeeper ruel is a fantastic goalkeeper he made a couple of lovely saves last time You know, so that could have been a part of the strategy to take it right to the penalty shootout and then beat them at their own game. That could yeah. also have happened. That could have you also might... happened. Yeah. I mean, but they changed things in the match. They came with the set plan, but then they kept changing. They made the substitutions at the right time, kept the players fresh, and yeah. it was just. He, rotated... he just rotated the right. bench. He put in fresh legs for old legs, and you know he was up yeah. the game. Yeah. He was really, really up there. He was out there. So Emery really, really pulled, pulled a really yeah. smart, smart match. You know, game management on yeah. Ole and and United, and yeah. of course individually. United also. were found lacking, like on on. Yeah, individually time. also a lot of players were found lacking. We will be doing a United season review soon. Yeah, we'll so talk so. more about Ole and his future and United's future there. Hmm. This one, I think, we should wrap up here, and. Uh, Let's see. Let's see where United's future takes them. Villarreal is going yeah. to the Champions League, five La Liga yes. this season. 
but, but united you know, now i'll tell you something despite despite of united despite all the criticism of united they still made it to the finals and that in itself is something a big take away for manchester united right not because, really not really because see they finished second in the league they finished second in the europa league which is not the premier league right so so that is not something a club of manchester united stature should be happy with they shouldn't be content no, but no, i'm not saying they should be happy with it. it's not something they have the potential to reach there they have the potential hmm. to reach at these places it's just that when it matters the most they really need to up their game and show them that they hmm. are the real champions yeah. which they are yeah. lacking right that's, that's, that's what i'm talking let's, about let's talk more and about hopefully this. in the united season review we are wrapping this one up here and uh, sure okay and this was the congratulations Europa league big congratulations yeah, to vrl and uh, big uh, we'll see them in the champions league next year huge credit to unai emery however much people yeah. make fun of him for his standard in the, in the premier league he is <laughs> and he remains one of the top managers in the world at, at the moment and yeah. nobody, nobody can take that away from him and so yeah that was it that was it guys and i'll thank you both to, for for Jimmy, thank you. I hope I hope you Thanks, enjoyed your yeah, that was good. first welcome podcast welcome. with us, and we will uh, have you on for. It was a pleasure. We we will it's be doing pleasure. the Champions League match preview soon, and uh, I hope to see you for that as well. And yeah, that'll be great. For for all to. you guys listening in, watching in at home, stay safe. Do subscribe to the channel. There is a lot more coming. and if you like this video please do like and share it with as many people as you can and uh, that's about it for today adios see you have a good time bye bye